I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. Oh, hey there, buddy. Hey, bud. Hey, bud. What's going on, bud? This uh, one's Oz for the buddy. Hey, cheers to you. Yeah. Welcome to the Sick Dad Podcast. <laughs> uh, we're just sitting here, a couple dads, got our tongs, got, yeah. our, got our bud lights. What are you guys grilling with? Uh, coal, or, <laughs> coal, or, coal or gas? Coal, I hope. Uh, yeah, I'm just a gas guy oh. myself. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm all about that Monsanto. <laughs> <laughs> Love that GMO. Oh fuck, uh, folks! Taylor is a dad, and uh, and uh, Brian, if you if you're not, you should you really should if you've never seen the podcast on YouTube, it's worth going there right now because Brian and I are we've showed up to the studio in our best dad getups. We're trying to match Taylor's dad energy. <laughs> yeah, matching dad energy. We're trying to show up and uh, support the dad uh, dad life. Appreciate uh, that, guys. Old Bucko here showed up here. He's got a he's got a kid now. And uh, we're drinking Bud Lights, and uh, and oh, actually, this is uh, this is a good moment to uh, everyone knows that I have been the daddy <laughs> for a long time, and uh, I am no longer the daddy. Taylor is officially now the daddy of the podcast. I, now I'm just simply an uncle. Uncle. Wow. But uh, wow. In in uh, in lieu of that, uh, you've got a gift there. In, he, in the in box, in that the box. Bud Light box, yeah. Oh, so, okay. Oh. Uh, this is uh, this is the official handing down of uh, the daddy title. I can no longer claim it, and so this is now yours. <laughs> <laughs> the shirt that I bought you. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, hey. you're gonna have to you're gonna have to change into that right now. Okay. okay. So we'll uh, we'll pause here. Okay. Get you into that. Uh, I'll just. You guys can keep riffing. I'll just daddy shirt. Be easy peasy. Well, um, yeah, so so crazy. You had a fucking kid, um, and uh, a beautiful, beautiful little girl, um, and I take it that everything went well. You know, it looked looked like Kylo was doing okay. Mm. Baby's cute as shit. Yeah. Uh, Super cute. You know what? Let's throw. Well, we got a little video here. Um, so this is uh, Zaya, Taylor's baby. Dude, oh, she, I, do you have it? Do you have this on on like point five? She looks long as shit. She is long. You got, as shit, a, isn't you got she? a long ass baby, dude. Uh, dude, she look is. Dog. Um, look at her. Oh, hi there, dude. Her little sounds. Listen. Oh my god! Didn't the guitarist uh, in uh, Limp Biscuit have uh, <laughs> eyes like Zay? The uh, fully blacked out. Uh, she does have those black, eyes. like devil eyes, eh? Oh, this yeah. is kind of like Rosemary's <laughs> Baby, oh. a little bit. They're slowly, they're slowly becoming. Uh, oh. Like ocean blue, and then they'll probably become green. 
Because, oh my god, uh, she's so cute. She's so cute. Uh, for people who don't know the reference of the guy from Limp Bizkit, these are the eyes that we were talking about there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, god. Oh. Guy, he looks not, just like Zaya. He's not cute. <laughs> he looks just like Zaya. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's there for the freaks. Um, so yeah, we got the tongs hey, here. Buddy. Yeah, so um, she's, 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 um, she's in the 100th percentile for length. Whoa. What does that mean? It means that... Like, like she's as long as they she's come? She's as long as they come. What, really? Actually? Yeah, yeah. Man, that's she's, how really long is she? She's uh she's uh the 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 range is eighteen to twenty two and she's like twenty two and a half. Yeah, you know what I inches? was gonna say. Yeah, so like if you were if you were twenty two inches long when you're born, then you are in the ninety ninth percentile and that's as like that's as long as you as go as long as they come. That's as long as it goes on a chart and twenty two inches. That's as long as John Holmes' dick. Do you know that? No. Who's John Holmes? John Holmes, uh, one of the most famous porn stars. Yeah. From oh, no, way back in the day, also oh. a huge piece of shit. Uh, so not like uh like wait like further back than Ron Jeremy or like oh, Ron yeah, Jeremy yeah, yeah. back in the seventies. Yeah. Oh Ron Jeremy's like a seventies guy, isn't he? Um seventies or eighties. He would have been like young in the seventies. Mm. Uh, yeah. yeah. John Holmes, um he actually had a fourteen inch penis, but you know. oh, wow. guys, I was gonna say, um uh Jerry, you haven't <clears throat> seen this video yet but no no and i won't there's uh there anybody I, hey, I won't watch that one no, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm gonna show you no come on no no won't, we can't watch that buddy i'm gonna show you i i look but no it's okay <laughs> there's yeah, a video really okay. so there's a video of the birth and i and i watch it it's it's, it's beautiful but there's a no, moment that's in not it the word dude that's uh there's this moment in it where the it's traumatizing the nurse, is the word the nurse <laughs> who's assisting with with the, the birthing process is like oh she's got football player shoulders yeah she actually does say that <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like i was like is she's it, long it, and girthy <laughs> like is that the last thing you want to hear as somebody who's like they're like push and like oh, oh that's a particularly wide one that's passing she's through. a she's yeah. a big baby like because really kyle's like, a big big girl but, but all the all the what i mean is like kyle is she's kind of tall right she's, she's, she's tall. like five seven maybe five eight five eight yeah. okay yeah. and like and like you know, she's got like a build. She's like, like football build. She looks like she could bench me. <laughs> yeah. She's got, yeah, she's got a strong, she's got, she's a, got a strong body. Yeah, she's got a strong body. Guys, and it's uh, 2022. We cannot be commenting on, uh, on women's bodies. You guys tried to cancel me last podcast. <laughs> I think you guys should be hey, canceled. Hey, buddy, we're dads. We can do what we want. <laughs> hey, exactly. Yeah, it's just a, just a dad joke it's just there. just dad stuff. But she was, um, but she was so, um, like all, all the, all the nurses and stuff. I mean, all this is like fucking is speculation, but when they're looking at Kyla, they're going, oh, you know, the amount of weight that you gained was like fairly, like fairly minimal. She gained 30, 30 pounds. It's like the average is 25 to 35, but, a, but I guess at the hospital, they were like, you know, that's a, that's a sign. That's a, like a medical, a medical average. But the reality is that most people gain a lot more than that. Right. So Kyla kind of just looked like Kyla more or less, at least to my eyes anyway, I guess it's hard for me to say because I saw her gain her baby weight over pregnancy weight over like the period of a long yeah, time. Yeah. It's like donut gaining weight. It's like, but like, but I always thought like, wow, you really didn't gain. You really just looked like you just gained a, 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 a baby in your belly. You didn't really gain anything. And it seemed like the nurses thought that too. So the nurses were like, Oh yeah, you're going to have such a, it's going to be such a, like a, like a, like a small baby, one. a small baby. That's going to be like relatively easy to pass. They were thinking like seven, like seven and a half pounds maybe. And she was, she was eight and a half pounds, which is on the, on the, on the like average to higher end sort of, sort of. Uh, when they pull the baby out, it was like a, one of those magic tricks where they go, Oh my God, it doesn't <laughs> stop. It just keeps coming. Um, exactly. listen, we got one more gift for you there today, uh, to ring in the, the new life. 
um, a really, oh. really, really nice bottle of scotch. Oh, dude, that is so, so fantastic. Yeah. Don't worry, though. We already, uh, already got into I have it. been meaning. We'll crack this open. It's my favorite uh, scotch that exists. It's uh, Aberlour uh, Bunnad. I don't know. I, I know that my friend Michaela from Scotland would. Maybe uh, Abanad, maybe? I don't know. Abanach. Abanach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, sure I'm sure there's a ch in there. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so congrats, dude. That's, uh, that's very exciting. Uh, we are, I mean, I can't wait. I, I haven't had the chance to meet her yet, but I can't wait to meet Zaya. She's, dude, she's a cute little thing. What a crazy fucking process it is. You know, like, you know, you know, like TV and TV and film make pregnancy and, and birth seem like, you know, obviously they can't, you know, they can't have a 24 hour birth scene, um, in a movie, but Cause it was, it was, it was long. It like was, she went in, she, they induced her on a, on a sun, on a Saturday, right? Yeah. So like, you know, more, and this is like all shit that I've learned through the last few months. And then I learned a fuckload there. And mm -hmm. cause you're with a, like once the induction, once the induction, like really, like really starts, yeah. then, then you have a nurse or two with you at all times mm -hmm. uh, until, until it's go time to actually like pull the baby out. And then you've got like a team of a bunch of people. And so, um, it was, so more to kind of start from the beginning, the, obviously the, I, the ideal birth, like the picture perfect sort of birth is that it happens naturally. Like you just start having contractions mm -hmm. at home and then it happens. And so first, first time, um, if you, if it's your first baby, then you're likely to go past term term is 40 weeks, you're likely to go past 40 weeks, maybe to 41, maybe to 41 and a half. And then at 41 and a half, usually they're like, okay, we don't want to this to go any longer. And I learned that the reason is, is because you're at risk of the placenta stopping to work. Oh, oh wow. Shit. Cause we were going to say it. Cause uh, when we're at the grill, we usually say she's done. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like when you, it's like when you stick the fork in it and you go, she's yeah, done, buddy. She's the juice, done. juice oh, comes yeah. out, yeah. it's running clear. Yeah. She's done. Exactly. Yeah. But, and that's like yeah. a rare, and that would be like a, like a juice bit. comes out. She's <laughs> running clear. <laughs> she's done. That's what we say when we're working the grill. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so that's the, that's the ideal. But so the, the, the placenta can stop working, uh, at like 42 Shit. plus you're, they're really like this placenta is running on fumes. It's got no more fuel left. Wow. It could just stop working at any time. And then obviously that's a huge risk. Um, so, and then with IVF pregnancies, they, there's a, this isn't talking to, uh, um, Mike Ripley who we had on the podcast. Yeah. So we had a, we had a, a, an appointment with him, uh, like four or five days before we went into the hospital. And, um, so all along, they've been telling us, you're going to be induced at 39 weeks. We, we induce at 39 weeks. And, and I kind of was scratching my head going, well, Kyla was, she started at high risk automatically because it's IVF. And then after a couple of appointments, they said, you're not high risk anymore. So we're not going to have like these excess appointments and everything because everything's fine. We have no concerns. So, <clears throat> but still they say 39 weeks. And I was always kind of scratching my head going, well, I wonder why. It's, er, it's supposed to be earlier for IVF. And then at that appointment, I asked Mike and he said, you know, really it's a, it's, there's really not a whole lot of scientific evidence around it. It's not a consensus in the medical community, but the theory is that she's done. <clears throat> what? Yeah. So he went, she's done. She's running clear. <clears throat> so Mike said that there, she's done, buddy. there is a little bit of evidence. There's a little bit of evidence 
not conclusive, but a little bit of evidence that says that placentas that are created from IVF pregnancies aren't quite as good as, oh. as non, as natural births. Wow. And so again, not evidence-based She's off the shelf, but because of that, <laughs> there's a theory that the, that the placenta could stop working earlier than it normally would. So they say, let's get the baby out a little bit earlier just to completely avoid the possibility right. that the placenta will stop working at right. like 40 or 41. So, so we go in on Saturday and Kyla is like 0% dilated, meaning that like yeah. she hasn't begun, she, her body has not begun the process mm. of trying to get this baby out Bar- at all. Barbecue wasn't hot enough. <laughs> and so what they do, oh, dude, yes, keep the... You got to get her piping. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You've been cooking too long with the lid up. You got to fucking close that lid, <laughs> yeah, let it heat yeah, up in yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so... Yeah, hey, people are wondering what the fuck this is. <laughs> if you're just listening, we have we have tongs. <laughs> Me and Brian tongs. brought tongs, <laughs> yes, so, so. And, and they're clicking them a lot. And this is our version of uh, you know, like snapping. you know, when, yeah, when you watch when you watch like Legendary, yeah. and they, they they clap like, like just <laughs> yeah. tapping their fingers. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is our version of that. So uh, so so you go in now, guys. This is a fucking fascinating process. Yo, cheers, Taylor. Yeah, yeah this. Uh, yeah, thanks, yeah, cheers. Cheers, cheers, cheers. I appreciate that. Some very, very intense alcohol. It's uh, is it sixty percent? Because this is sixty. Eh? It is, but it's got a um, uh, the Avalor's yeah. got like a fucking burn on yeah, it. It's, yeah, we're yeah. we're drinking, yeah, buddy. We're drinking gasoline. Yeah, cooking, <laughs> cooking with that gas. flavor's really cooking nice, with so. gas. Wish it was coal. <clears throat> um, so so basically, the <laughs> when you when you naturally go into labor, it's because your body has started to produce oxytocin. You guys, I know you know what oxytocin is. Do you yeah. know what oxytocin is? Oh, yeah, dude. Like yeah, the, the, horm- a, yes, the love the, hormone. It's a love, the love drug. Yeah, so your body, when you naturally... Yeah, I produced some oxytocin last night, if you know what I'm saying. I had sex. Oh, my God. <laughs> I had sex last night, boys. <laughs> wow, that's incredible. Oh, my God. Um, so, so oxytocin is what's naturally released, and that will come like days and days before... You actually, and that's the thing that allows uh, women to um, to dilate, right? Like, like yeah. the oxytocin is the thing that kind of yeah. loosen, loose, lubes up the. Yeah, it actually what it does is it tells the body to have contractions, and then the contractions right. kind of tell the body the the cervix to start dilating. Right. So, wow. so when that's not there, and you go in and they want to make you, they want to make you take get the baby out. They they get you on a they put you on an IV first. They give you a drug called. Um, uh, called uh fuck what's it called me, me, meso mesoprostol i think it's called that starts to um dilate the cervix a little bit and then miso loose <laughs> yeah miso soup and then uh and then basically once the cervix starts silent they give you a few doses of that and then and then they hook you up to an iv that has oxytocin and the oxytocin, oxytocin starts the contractions. I wonder now, what that feels like. Like, like if I was just sitting here and someone juiced me up with oxytocin, like I wonder how, like I wonder if that would shit uh, you, probably start shitting your. It's a love, yeah. it's a love potion. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I wonder if it would feel like, uh, like um, euphoric. Like I wonder if there would be like an elation because you know when you're like you know when you when you're cuddling someone or or like holding hands or whatever, like that's the release of oxytocin. Like that is the yeah. That, so yeah. I wonder if you're getting it just fucking mainlined. Like, are you, are you like, oh, oh, this feels so nice. Yeah. Uh, well, I think maybe outside of the labor context, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, what I mean. Like, yeah, if you're right. doing it to me now. <clears throat> yeah. You know? So, so she gets on the oxytocin and then they, they, they're like constantly monitoring how much they're giving you. 
and they're trying to, they're literally like turning the dial on how often and how intense the contractions are Whoa. by increasing or decreasing the amount of oxytocin per hour that's going into the IV that I'm you're getting from the IV. I'm imagining it like the Dr. Hose pads that you put on you. And have you guys ever used those? No. What is oh, this? What? Dr. Hose pads? Dr. Hose is the, uh, is the elect, like the electro stimulus pads oh, that you yeah, can get yeah. for like muscle relief right, yeah. and muscle soreness. Oh, okay. And you put them on you and you get this little dial. It's like uh, one of those infomercial products. And yeah. You can turn it up from like as it's like a zero, like zero yeah. to ten scale. Yeah, yeah, well, I think they're what they're hooking up to at the hospital is an as seen on TV product as well. <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking. It sounds exactly like yeah. that. It's like a doctor hose contraction. Exactly. Meter. Oh, doctor like, hose H O apostrophe. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Doctor yeah, yeah. Ho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. feet guy. Yes. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was, I was wondering if like you just put those pads near your like pelvic. Were you thinking doctor <laughs> hoses in like the hose to <laughs> like, spray down the yeah, lawn? Yeah, yeah. Because like, I know you yeah. love your lawn and yeah. you keep that lawn yeah. green. Uh, Dude, it's crazy. Short. I have a pair of New Balance at home, and I came home from the hospital, and they were grass stained. <laughs> Even though I've never mowed a lawn before, it was crazy. It's like hey a dad. There, as soon as you yeah. become a dad, you have, does, your 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 shoes, your white shoes, just become grass stained. Uh, come on, Bucko, let's go. <laughs> and so they give you. So she's on the oxytocin. And this is a fucking long ass process where every so often the the obstetrician is coming in and checking the cervix and going, oh, you're you're you started to dilate this much. You st- then a couple hours later, okay, you've dilated a little bit more. You've dilated. How do they check it? More. Do they have like a ruler and they're just like eyeballing it, or no, are they, dude, like they gonna, put their fingers, they stick their whole they head stick, they in take, her vagina, they take their hand like this and they go in and they feel. Actually, uh, and wow. dude, that's I'm, wild. This, that's I'm wild gonna, that they have. I'm that, gonna tell you something that later ability. that's gonna be that's gonna fucking blow your mind. So, uh, so they do that and this was a long process. So we, that started at, okay, <laughs> so this is fucking insane. So we go in Saturday night, we get those meso- Friday night, Friday, Friday night, you no, Saturday, Saturday afternoon. Okay. They give you the misoprostol to start opening up the, to start, um, opening the cervix a little bit. And then they can only give you four doses of that and you have to get them four hours apart. And so max four doses, because otherwise too much of that medication can, take oxygen away from the baby. So they're like really, really, really um, monitoring closely how you react to getting that medication. So she got that. That went from 4 p.m. till uh, till 5 a.m. the next morning. Yeah, you basically have like 12 hours if they're giving them four in, yeah. in the yeah. four-hour windows because they give the first one and then four hours after, four hours after, four yeah. hours after. And Kyla got, so Kyla ended up getting three doses of that when she was dilated enough to do what's called a Foley catheter. They take a catheter. Wait, so wait. So when she's dilated enough, what time of day is that? Because like this started in the afternoon. Are you just like sort of anticipating into like Saturday evening and it's going later and later? Like what time L- does this literally happen? Literally we get, we get there. They give her the first dose of this misoprostol, which is just a pill. And then they go, okay, well, we can't give this another dose to you for another four hours. So if you guys want, like leave. And go for a walk, go have dinner, no, and come back. Yeah. No, he's chewing your shirt. <clears throat> so, so we we literally we left the hospital, and went to it got sushi and had dinner. Yeah. And came that back. That was to Friday night. Friday night, right? No, this is Saturday. Grab that shirt with the tongs, please. So okay. he doesn't chew a hole in them. Um, yeah, who cares what the fucking day was, Brian? I'm trying to think because uh, I'm trying to think of the day that I, I had. Uh, it doesn't matter. Lucky. Look, I put the bet. I, I put in 20 bucks <laughs> that she was going to pump that thing out on Sunday after Sunday evening. Right. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah, fucking right. missed it by about, just close. about 12 hours. You were very close. Fuck. 
So, okay, yeah, so, right. so you go in, so it's 12 hours of that. So the next morning, so Sunday morning, they start going, they, the, the, the obstetrician comes in and says, okay, you're, you're dilated enough. So the, the pill that they're giving every four hours is like a slow dial, like a very slow dilation process. And then once you're dilated enough to get what's called a Foley catheter in, they put this catheter in, which is a catheter with an uninflated balloon on the end of it. Yeah. Once it goes in to the cervix and into the uterus, then they then they put water into the balloon yeah. and it inflates it to three centimeters. So all catheters do that. And all I've, catheters have that balloon. When you have one in your dick hole, oh right, yes, the balloon is blown up. Right, yes. Which so, is why if you if you have a guy that um, I just started been going on the dates with this nurse and she's been telling me crazy stories uh, about work. And um, when that balloon is blown up, sometimes people come out of sedation and they're confused. And they'll pull things out of their body. Oh, fuck, fuck, yeah, fuck, And fuck, when, fuck. I, when someone pulls a catheter oh, out no, and that no, balloon no. is um, inflated, it's no bueno. No how bueno. Does, how, does, how does the balloon blow up inside? Are they, it's with they the feed liquid. water. They, yeah, they, 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 they like feed water into the catheter. A giant water balloon. Up yeah. in your no, no, with water. And, and it goes, so like if, but if you're a urethra, like say it goes in your urethra, right? I mean, right? yeah. So yeah, look, like, like this, yeah. let's say this yeah. is like, this is the, this is the cervix. Yeah. So into the cervix on the bottom, the catheter right. goes in like this and then a balloon blows up out here. And then and that keeps and it then, in, and then it keeps it in. Yeah, right. So it's yeah. so th- so it's kind of like the base of a, a butt plug. Yeah, I, I can exactly. see how it works in the cervix because I feel like there's more space. I'm confused so, but, about the like in the urethra, like just fucking. No, because well, just think about it. It's, it's in the urethra. Space. It's a little tube, and then you blow this thing up. Once it's in the bladder, once it's inside. Yeah. So it's just like it's against the walls, and it's just like yeah, yeah. I'm staying yeah. here. So it's a, it literally is right. like, uh, like okay. So the way that that works, base for a butt plug. So this is this is meant to then take what take the slow process that the pills are for and then to speed up the dilation process because it's like using a jack on a car. No. So kind you of, take right? the, you take the, uh, the, the balloon sits on the inside of the cervix and then. So basically the baby is not low enough to press on the cervix. If the baby was low enough to press on the cervix, the pressure releases hormones that dilate the cervix body yeah. goes hey baby's coming out but, we the, gotta, but yeah. the baby isn't isn't low enough to do that so the catheter is the, doing the that. pressure of the catheter on the cervix from wow. the inside yeah releases hormones that make the cervix dilate quicker wow. i think you said no wow. too quickly to my analogy about the car jack okay. because if if it was a car jack and and the baby was the jack and it was and you maxed it out and it didn't reach the bottom of the car you had a lifted car you probably need to put it on a block so the catheter is like putting the block underneath the jack, jack it up on a, on a four by four block. Yeah, 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 you know? yeah. Dad's no. Yeah. Yeah. So dad's, I, dad's sorry, no. I said no because I didn't know how many dads out there were listening. Obviously the dads out there know. It's yeah, a, yeah. There's not a lot of dads listening. We, <laughs> yeah. we have an 80% female. A lot, of, a lot of mommies, not a lot of dads. Sometimes yeah, yeah. you got to jerry rig it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, so that, so that happens. And then, and then basically you're waiting for that to fall out because once it's the, the balloon is three centimeters once you're three centimeters dilated, the balloon will come out on its own, yeah, more yeah. or less, or with a little bit of a tug. Yeah. So then once that's out, one, once, oh. oh, yeah, you got that, you got that <laughs> plant. So once that's out, then they go in with a little tiny hook, a little tiny hook. And no, they, no. And they, and they, they break the... <gasps> amnio- the fluid sac <gasps> inside oh. the uterus. Oh, my fishing. God. They're going and, fishing. And break your water. So then they are going fishing. Dude, and literally they break the water and it's like oh. and it just starts coming and it just starts coming out. 
but it doesn't all come out. Only only some of it comes out. I saw some more <clears> like <throat> would come out later. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> guys. Okay, okay, okay. So then, so so they, so they break the water, and as soon as they break the water, then the body is like, it's fucking go time for contractions. Yeah, right. So the what contra- time of day is this? This is at uh, four, like four four thirty uh, p.m. Sunday. So okay. this Dude, is 20, I was so close. This is 24 hours later. Are you kidding me? Uh, so with you, Taylor, Kate, why didn't you tell her to hurry? You were like, yeah. you're like, yo, Jeremy's, Jeremy's got 20 bucks on this. Fucking hurry up. Taylor, Let's I'm, go. I'm, I'm curious about your perspective on the timeline, like during, like while it's happening. So like, you know, you know, I guess at, at uh, on Saturday night that you're, she's going to be getting this thing to help dilate her, like make her, make her dilated. Is that, yep. is that the right sure, way to yep. say it? Um, but then at 4:30 on Sunday, it's like boom, okay, all of a sudden like things are starting to happen. Are you like this baby's going to come any minute or do you have like a good idea that it's going to be no, still I, a while at when, this point? Because when Anyone they break knows. the water, like Kyla's having contractions from the oxytocin, but she can't really feel them. You can see them yeah. on a on a graph. They mm-hmm. they put monitors on, they put two monitors on your belly. Um every time they give you the uh the mesoprostol um, I keep they, thinking about uh, like sushi. They like give you, sushi. they give you, um, they put two monitors on. One's to monitor the baby's heart rate, and the other one is to monitor the contraction of the uterus. So you can see the graph, the the graph like going when the contraction, contraction no contraction, yeah, contraction, wow, no cool. contraction. Mm. And so once they break the water, then those contractions are like they ramp up, and now all of a sudden it looks like, like a like a like a nine point eight earthquake on the Richter scale. Dude, almost instantly, Kylo went from like no feeling to like oh like hardcore pain and can you do your best impression of like the sound she was making at the height ah, 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 oh, 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 ah, okay ah. so so you guys didn't do lamas <laughs> i was like i dude it's so you were, funny you were it's saying so next we're going it's so funny because because like, she was like get the fuck out of my because, ear because because they're like they're like don't try to breathe slowly just yeah. fucking do what you gotta do yeah, yeah. and uh and so she starts, and when that happens, I'm like, holy fuck, this baby's coming like now. Yeah. yeah. And, and, I, and now Kyla's like, okay, now I want to get the epidural. The anesthesiologist, anesthesiologist comes in, gives her the epidural, which is like a Big fucking super involved process. Fat needle in the they, back, They right? put this needle in your lower back yeah. and then they run this like metal wire up your back. It's on oh. the, on the outside and tape it onto your back. Oh. And then it's got like a, it's kind of like a, like a, it's kind of like an I, it's like an IV, I guess. It's just like a different kind of IV. <clears throat> why um, is there a metal? I don't know why. I don't. Hand. I don't know why it's metal, but the but the the medicine is running through that. Because I oh. I thought that an epidural was like you just give a shot of something. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was just a needle in the back and they just inject. Yeah, no, it's too. like it's, it's like, like a, a constant drip. It's like a different kind of IV. Yeah. Oh wow, cool. And so they're giving you that. So and then when she gets that, it doesn't really take very well. Like she's still in a lot of pain. <clears throat> so then. You can, you have this thing, um, you have this, this little button that every, it's like, it has a, it has like a governor on it where yeah, yeah, yeah. every so often it's like, okay, now you can have more. And she's like on a rent, like on Jeopardy <clears throat> fucking trying to buzz in and get her exactly. answer in. Yeah. Family like, feud. She's, she's fucking family feud. And she's yeah. hitting this button and it's not getting any better, even though it's good giving answer, her good more. Answer, good, good answer, answer. Good, good answer, good answer. So then eventually <laughs> the anesthesiologist comes back in and, and hooks up like a manual syringe onto the IV and gives her like a top up, like a bigger top up of the medicine. And then she starts to relax and literally goes from, I thought this baby was coming to, Oh, now you're just chilling again. Right. And like hardcore chilling, like let's watch TV chilling. 
play checkers. And the nurses are there and they're just monitoring and we're How many out. people are in the room at the time? Like nurses, doctors. There's usually like one or two 50. nurses and then the oh. obstetrician is coming in every two or three hours to check and see what's going on, check mm-hmm. her cervix, <clears throat> how much she's dilated and everything. So then once she chills out, um, that sort of comes and goes and then she starts getting pain again. Like really bad pain. Mm. So the anesthesiologist comes in again. In in like it. like in her vagina area or like Sorry? No, dude, like in her whole fucking gut. Man. No, like in her lower back, yeah. in her hips, and uh, in her lower back and her hips, but mostly on her left hip. Mm. And they and they were kind of confused as to why she was feeling this pain because they're like, you really shouldn't feel this pain on the epidural. Like mm. <clears throat> the epidural is like crazy. It's a it's a mix of uh, it's a it's a local anesthetic and fentanyl. Whoa! But it's not fentanyl yeah. that you would feel, right? Like, like, like oh, God, yeah, it doesn't nice. pass the blood brain barrier. Right. So it's all like feeling based. It's not like mental. Yeah. You don't, you don't, there's no like dopiness or anything. From right. It. It's just, it's just like killing the pain. Yeah. So they, so they come in again, they give her a top up pain kind of goes away. She relaxes again. And then a few hours later, again, the pain comes back. The anesthesiologist comes back again. And the anesthesiologist is very much like, this is fucking weird. I don't know why you're having this pain. And they're sort of going, this might just be the fact that this baby is going down into your pelvis and in your pelvis, there's just too much pain for this epidural to contain. And this is just how it's going to be. And I'm looking at Kyla and she's in, she's a wreck. Like she's, she's on the verge of passing it. Like I'm, and she's, she's like, she's like you in Brazil when you had that burn, she's having a contraction, which is crazy pain. And then she's, Basically passing out in between. That's probably a no-no to never compare a, a, a man's experience with pain to a woman giving birth. Yes, oh, definitely, absolutely. Definitely. You should never do that. Definitely. And, yeah. and during the, but during the, uh, during the suffering. Have you ever stubbed your toe though, <clears throat> dude? Fucking sucks. Yeah, like yeah. that's hardcore pain. During yeah. the suffering, during the suffering part, I was like, I was like, I, I know exactly what this is like. This is like the end of a hard bike race. You're really going deep. <laughs> like your, like your legs are on fire. Your, your heart rate's going. You really got to dig. It's a, it, you know, you know, it's all going to be worth it in the end. And she really, she really, she really appreciated that. Yeah, yeah, she really yeah, responded. Yeah. She, really, oh, she responded yeah. well to that. She's like, uh, yeah. thank you. I appreciate yeah, she you was like, wow, I'm my so brain glad today. that you're yeah. my man. She was like, oh my God, you're right. This is exactly like bike racing. And, uh, and so, so this happened several times with the anesthesiologist. Babe, you've seen me on my trainer. You know what it's like. You know what it's like. You know what it's like to go deep. So then there's a, then there's a shift change and a new anesthesiologist comes in and that one comes in and gives her another top up. And she's asking different questions and, and kind of trying to figure out the situation. Cause like, it's a brand new person who's just getting like a lowdown on what's happened and now is like assessing it in their own way. Yeah. And they basically come to the conclusion that this epidural that she got, like they feed this wire into your back. And if it's like a little bit like off, off like this, the hose is in, kinked. like then it won't work cause yeah. it's, it's not hitting the nerves. Right. So then they come to the conclusion that this epidural was like a dud. Yeah. Like not botched isn't the right word. Cause I don't want to make it seem like yeah. the, the anesthesiologist did a bad job. I think it's such a fine line that like, mm. it's kind of just, it, it, it kind of half worked and a yeah. half didn't work. Yeah, it's like we crack open a beer that wasn't properly uh, <laughs> fermented. Yeah. And you get the, it's like, well, the beer's, it's a flat beer. Exactly. For our dads. Still going to drink it. For our dads. I I feel like it's more like you go put your sprinkler, put your sprinkler out on the lawn, you know, to water. And you didn't realize that when you're walking around the car 
it got yeah. stuck. The hose it, got stuck a little yeah. bit under the tire. Yeah. And it's a bit pinched off. <laughs> yeah. They're not getting the, so, the so same it, amount of flow. But it's a little bit like it's a kink that you can't undo. So they go, we're going to take the hose off, throw it in the garbage and buy a new hose. Wow. And so they, they just re, they re-upped her. They take the, they take the IV, they take the wire out, the yeah. IV wire, and then they redo it. And then as soon as she got that one, she was like, she, and I'm telling you guys, she the, was like, Hallelujah. So, so this is really interesting that I learned the difference between um, natural quote unquote pregnancy and induced pregnancy is that the ox. So if you're natural, if you have a natural birth, that oxytocin, AKA hardcore birth, that oxytocin is, 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 so it's actually the opposite. It's, it's the induced birth is like cranked, natural birth is like hardcore birth. And, uh, the birth that Kyla had is like, um, is like, uh, let's take a walk through the park birth. No, it's the, no, it's the opposite. The, the induced birth is like far more intense. So I'm going to get some emails. Yeah, I, I know why I, I understand it in my, uh, I'm going to tell you why in my, in my lay person's <laughs> It's because it's because initially the Jack fit perfectly. If no. you were just oh doing a regular God. one, okay. but no, you had to, continue. you had to no. stock it up on continue. a wood block. So, so if you, if you go into, if you go into labor naturally, you've been releasing oxytocin for like days, possibly weeks before you actually end up going to the hospital. Hmm. So you've had this like gradual, like people who have a natural birth and end up at the hospital, they're usually like three to five centimeters dilated by the time they get to the hospital. Yeah. When you show up and you get induced, you go from super zero oxytocin to it's time to have a baby oxytocin. And so a person who's gone into natural labor is going to have contractions that are like, really spaced out mm. and those contractions are going to start getting closer together and they're going to get longer. But when you have oxytocin being given to you an IV for in- induction, you go from having no contractions to contractions every 60 seconds. So a natural, a natural, con- natural birth contractions will, once you're at the hospital, basically they say, once you're having contractions for one minute, every four, it's the natural process, a one minute, yeah. a one minute contraction every four minutes and that for an hour. Yeah. But once you do oxytocin, you're having a contraction. You're strapping onto a fucking rocket. You're having 60 second contractions every minute wow. for, Whoa. for like 12 hours. Wow. So it's big being in a Whoa. constant contraction for, for like, she was doing that for, for like 18 hours. favorite one-hit wonder or that overpriced toy your parents would never let you have or that tv show that no one else remembers because it was canceled way too soon now what if we could fix it i'm francesca ramsey and i'm delon grant and after 20 years of friendship we are now hosting a new nostalgia podcast called let me fix it each episode we'll dig into our favorite celebrities shows and brands of yesteryear and then imagine what it would take to repackage them for relevance today think of our show as an intervention but with way less stakes. So subscribe to Let Me Fix It wherever you get your favorite podcasts. When it was over, Whoa. like when it was all said and done, did you have a conversation with Kylo to be like, yo, how fucked was that? Like, like would you do, oh, like, yeah. like in this juncture right now, pretty early on, and I know that these opinions change pretty quickly, or like they change over time, but like, do you think that that's something that she was like, I will never do that again? No, 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 because the when the epidural works well, you really don't it's feel yeah, anything. Feel yeah, right. So like yeah. getting induced and not getting pain meds is almost not even an option. Right. Like it's it's 
but getting, but the pain is way less. And this is from me reading. Obviously I don't have that experience. Kyle doesn't have that experience, but, but when you read about it, when you have a natural birth, you have, because of all the processes that are happening naturally in your body, you get endorphins that get released that reduce the pain. It reminds me of like of hot you, sauce. You don't get it reminds that me of like the bomb. The you know, like you put a, a chunk of the bomb on a chip and you eat that. And in the moment you're like, this is the pain is real. Oh, like I'm sweating. Like everything is I'm delirious. My ever the, the room's spinning. This is fucking crazy. But also, why is it why do I feel like high? Like I just did yeah, cocaine. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then and then and then when it's over, you're like, Well, thank fuck that's over. And then like two days later, after your butthole recovers, you're like, Man. I want to do that again. Yeah, dude, I totally know what you I mean. I feel like I, want to go I feel like that pregnancy. Again. That's my in my mind, pregnancy is exactly like it's having exactly hot sauce. Like, like, yeah, yeah, like a yeah. round of hot ones. And I should say, I do want to say that when I when I say that when I say that about the pain thing, I don't mean that it's it's like manageable pain if you don't have medication when you have a natural birth. It's still it's gonna it's fucking insane. It's birth. It's dude. fucking insane. You're pushing. <clears throat> Can you imagine pushing a football at your asshole? I just mean what and I like, mean, and like your football was. 22 inches long and what did you say like 79 inches wide (laughs) (laughs) what i what i mean what i mean is that if you have two pregnancies and one's induced and one's not and neither of them take pain medication the the induced labor is going to be more painful wow but but yeah because it sounded like you were saying almost not painful when it wasn't induced but i hear what you're saying you're not saying that no i'm not saying it's no, sounds like it's, it's, it's fucking... fucked it's fucked either way it's just yeah. a slightly it's a slightly less crazy fucking fucked than the induction crazy fucking Do fucked you, mm-hmm. i i'm curious about the epidural in terms of when you're when you say like it makes the pain or you makes you not feel the pain we're talking no feeling no so like but but in the so when i got my wisdom teeth <laughs> so funny the, yeah trying to the, yeah, yeah 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 but my, you're trying to just wrap your head around it, like, yeah. you know, the thing that we'll never know yes yeah yeah and i i mean i'm not comparing the i'm not comparing but folks, listen, the two. you know what brian's doing right now and and write us letters at sickbypodcast.com if you want to tell brian how fucking stupid uh, he's being by trying to compare this to get No because wisdom. what i'm actually about to say is that when you like even though you might not be able to feel it, I, I don't know about that, but with the epidural, you might not be able to feel it. And you said no pain. When I had my wisdom teeth out, I just had local anesthetic and my mouth was frozen. And I fucking heard that the dentist the drill drilling and 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 he had two hands. I swear to God, in my memory, he had his feet on my face yeah. and his hands and he was pulling. You ever see that at, in porn? No. You ever seen poor like Wait, guys like fucking guy someone he's got his, and he's got his foot on their head while like while fucking them? No. You're, like, you're like that is a that's that what, is a, that is a the, move. That's one of the that's, videos that's, that's, that's a really that's, intense, a, that's, that's one of the move. that's a video that's a video that if I stumble on that I I I I I, I close that Dude, at that point. <laughs> yeah. And I go and I go oh that was a bad choice. That was a weird why did I click that one? the but the real question I want to ask is like even though I didn't feel the pain. I felt number one the pressure of him pushing in that area, and and also it was like a fucking traumatic experience. Having There's probably pulled. pressure so, and stuff, but like so, I, I get the whole like, like like numb. Like so here, like, let me. I can it, t- I can I can explain yeah. to you what, what how how intensely how intensely pain reductive this is. Okay. So when finally the 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 obstetrician comes in and basically says you're fully dilated, and it's time to 
have the bit. It's time to like actually start the like let's push and get this baby out. Yeah. About about a halfway through, halfway before that, like from from the dilation time, they said the baby is actually turned in a way that's not good, like not ideal, and could lead to a higher risk. higher not a higher risk, a higher chance of getting a C section. I feel like the thing that would uh, help in that situation is is having somebody like Al Pacino come in and deliver a, a speech because it feels yeah. like an underdog moment. Yeah, and you're gonna you're gonna see a huge difference between what you think would have helped and what did help. So um so. They they go okay. Well, the baby is um the baby is turned, um where they are they are feet up towards Kyla's head and belly facing out of Kyla's belly, and they want it to be the other way around. So back facing out her belly, back facing out the belly, feet up, and the way. How the fuck do you even change that? So, <clears throat> once Kyla is dilated enough. The obstetrician no, comes no, in no, no. and goes, oh, no. we're just going to, I'm going to put my hand in your uterus. I'm going to put my turn foot on the your baby. head. My hand up your uterus. She goes in. Oh my God. Full fist. Full to almost to the elbow into Kyla. No lube. Oh, there's lube. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kyla was like, no lube. I wanted hardcore. <laughs> and, and Kyla can't feel that. Oh my god! That's how hardcore the epidural. And is. so she just reaches in, what, like grabs the head and just dude, fucking wait, twists dude, the fucker. Dude, she she went in, <laughs> turned the baby. Oh and my god! Turned the baby, hundred and eighty degrees. Whoa! And and this is what happened. You know, <laughs> they're when, magicians. You know when you you know when you've got uh, you know when you're in a hot tub my and Lord. you get you get the air pocket that floats up yeah, in yeah, your yeah, hands, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you push it and it goes. Yeah. When she flipped the baby, a big old queef. Little, little, no, dude. <laughs> waterfall onto the bed where the where the now that the obstetrician's arm is like half submerged in fluid did you did you the table did you like that (laughs) dude the sound dude the sound like the rushing gush of liquid sound is so unnerving you have to go pee afterwards that's hot yeah i went went, oh i have to to urinate (laughs) Um, my my question is when you have the epidural um, you said it doesn't pass the blood brain barrier. So like you're like, is Kyla like, Hey, I'm just totally like, yeah. like totally coherent. Yep. Good. Like, Oh, what? Like yep. there's a, her, the, yep. the obstetrician's whole arm is inside me. Yep. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. And so the drawback of a, the dra- I picture kind of being like, <clears throat> what? One of the drawbacks <laughs> of, uh, of an epidural is that once it's time to like really get the party started and start pushing is that you can't feel when to push. Right. An induced pregnancy. I learned, I just learned this yesterday, actually <clears throat> an induced pregnancy doesn't produce the, the, it's called the, um, it's a something, it's like the birthing reflex or something like that, which is the urge to push. Mm. So when you have an induced pregnancy, you don't get that reflex. Mm. So you have to, so you're told the nurses are guiding you through this <clears throat> to push at a certain time. So you're looking at the graph that's showing when the contractions are happening and they're going contraction push Whoa. and then and so it'd be, it's really helpful if you know that you're having an induced pregnancy to really try and develop a really close relationship to like your pelvic floor mm. so that when and and what it feels like to like manually push, push and put pressure down there yeah. so mm. that when you when you if you have an epidural and you can't feel that 
then you have like a muscle memory sort of. I bet, you the, I bet you the yoga really helped. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. Yeah. And and Kyla went to see <clears throat> Stephanie Brown. Yes, uh, uh, Stephanie Brown, past guest of the podcast, who's a pelvic pelvic floor yeah. physiotherapist. And she was, uh, and Kyla was like super fucking happy with with uh, everything that Stephanie she's did pretty for her. special. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And so then, um, so then, basically, <clears throat> she so she turns the baby. The dilation continues to happen. She comes back in. She says, "You're fully dilated." She starts to um, push, and then the pain comes. She ends up getting the second epidural. Then the pain goes away. She starts pushing again, pushing again. And now all of a sudden it's like the team is here yeah. and we're talking um, the obstetrician, the resident obstetrician, a med student, three nurses. Like there's a team of people in the room. Mm. They make a cool entrance. Uh, well, they all come in at once and then they all start talking and they're all going doctor, doctor. And they're shaking each other's hands and going doctor, 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 doctor. <laughs> is it kind of boring though or is it like cool? Is it exciting? It's, you uh, excited? it's like um, it's uh, it's kind of like a classroom. Okay. Cause they're all, like, and they're kind of yeah. talking to each other and going like, oh, this is what's happening here. Like, this is what's going on here. You hear like that low mumble of like people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they don't yeah, bust yeah. through a giant, like a uh, piece of paper. That's got no. like the doc yeah. team and they bust through like a bunch no. of football yeah. players. No, it's not like yeah. the Kool-Aid man. They weren't previously tailgating in the hallway. <laughs> no, they weren't. Thank God. And so, so they, so they, they start that process and then the, it's not really happening. It's going kind of slow. And then the, and then they leave and then they come back. What time is and, this at? Oh, this is like eight or nine in the morning, nine, okay. nine, nine 30. And so they go in and they're doing that and they're coming in, they're coming out and they're, they're, they're monitoring Kyla's pushing and everything. And then eventually they're, they, they're like, um, the baby's not, when the baby's not low enough, there's two options. If it's like not low, let's say not low enough grade one, then they use for, they use forceps to go in. So they're like tongs. They're like basically, they're basically medical tongs and they, those like serrated like these fuckers, those go in. No, they do. They, they take the serration off. So they go in and they, they basically clamp the baby's head and Dude, like I, s- it. I you, saw the you video. Saw them. Yeah, no, I don't. And wanna, then, but I'm then if the baby's lower, if the baby's a little bit lower, like closer to coming out, they then they, do they, jumping jacks. they don't have to use the, t- the, the, uh, forceps. They can they they, use a vacuum. They use a vacuum. Yeah. Oh my God. <clears throat> yeah. Which That's the conehead baby. Which thing. stretches their that head. That's the conehead. Yeah. I mean, the conehead sort of happens. Zaya had a cone head. Yeah. Like immediately, yeah. no, you know what she, it's not a cone head. They look like, they look like the creature from Alien because it's more yeah, of a cone head yeah, out yeah, the back. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. If they're in the right position. Wow. So, so basically he comes in and he says, listen, um, I think that forceps, based on the position, based on everything that I'm seeing, I think that the forceps are really going to work. I don't think you're going to need a C section. And then if you need forceps, you go into the OR. You change location. So oh, we're, in like oh, a, we're in a room. So then it's like, I get into scrubs and there's a whole fucking thing. They come in, you have to, they, you sign papers and they read you consents and everything because you're going into the OR. Was anybody at any point throughout this entire process like really big fan of the show? Nobody. Oh, sorry. A nurse, our nurse that was overnight with us. Mike Ripley comes in and goes, hello, everyone. I, yes, I uh, was a guest on Sick Boy Podcast. I'm here to do some work. One of the, one of the nurses that- I'll was, sign autographs later. Was, was Mike Ripley the one who did the no, delivery? No, it was a guy named uh, Abdullah Akabawi and, uh, and um, Heather Cockwell, who is um, Mike Ripley's colleague at ART mm. and at the hospital. And so- they, uh, they, they basically say, we're going to do the forceps. We go into the OR. I scrub up. 
you go in and then it's like a whole fucking OR scene. Yeah. There's like 15 people in there. They get the NICU team to come in. Who's going to take the baby as soon as she comes out to make, just do like a couple of quick checks and make sure that everything's all good. Cause that's just like procedure with the OR. <clears throat> Is that more like a SWAT team and, setup or? Yep. It's a little bit of, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're really hoping for the SWAT team. <laughs> and, uh, and then once you're in the OR, it was like she pushed, she probably had like four contractions or so five contractions then the baby's head came out and then they were like talking about the shoulders and that's when the football shoulders comment was made and uh and then oh the, she's gonna be a soccer player and then the baby and then the, and then all of a sudden she's fucking out and yeah. then like dude the emotion when she came out was like otherworldly yeah like a total like were you like were you like, well, that's there it. goes my life. <laughs> yeah. You know, like that. Yeah, yeah. You were sad. Yeah, it was like a. It was, it was like it was a, it was an it was an yeah. instant mourning. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I so started <laughs> way, to, way to make the most probably the most beautiful moment in Taylor's life. Sad for like, a minute. <laughs> like so aggressively emotional. Oh, yeah. Like I just started bawling. Kyle was bawling. Like it was just. It's fucking insane. Yeah. Just fucking insane. Yeah. What do they do with the baby? Well, as soon because you said they had they have to take it to the to, NICU? Do they like No, they, there's like, like a there's like a there's like a there's like a neonatal station mm-hmm. that they take the baby over to, mm-hmm. which are actually in all the birthing rooms. They do it no matter what. As soon as the baby comes out, they put the baby on the table and they do a little suction on the nose. <clears throat> and they're like oh, they're trying oh, to work like because oh. there's amniotic fluid in the nose yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And they're trying to do this like at warp speed. Because they want to get the baby skin, skin to skin, skin with the yeah. mother, like Stat. ASAP. So this, so so Zaya was on the <clears throat> table for probably like three minutes, like just getting really quick checks done. Basically, going she breathing well, get the mucus out of her nose, put the baby on Kyla, <clears throat> and then that's it. And then they did the work on Kyla, which wow. was a little bit of tearing. Wait, but does then she, does she then pass the placenta, or did that come out like right away? Uh, three minutes later. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. So they wait. Like, was she done passing the placenta before the baby was on her chest for skin to yes. skin? Yeah. Did you keep she the placenta? Is. No. Okay. Yeah. Well, dude, congrats. You're fucking dad now. Yeah. Uh, big change. Yeah, big change that's in awesome. life. That's awesome. Um, and and Zay is super cute. She's what super cute. Baby. Yeah. Except for the eyes. That's a weird. She's got weird also. She's got really eyes, long fingers. She's um, got really long fingers and really big feet. Yeah, and like dad gonna, mitts. She's gonna be. Yeah. yeah. She's gonna be tossing. She's got a good glove. You she's know? got mitts. She'll be tossing. You know. You know. It no made time. me think. Like maybe Dr. Ripley, like put some put some CRISPR. Yeah. Because he's got mitts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, those look like Ripley. Yeah. Yeah. He he just replaced your sperm with his. Yeah. I went. Hmm. He was like, I went. Gonna, I went. Ha- never gonna work for this short yeah. guy. I just went. I went. Hmm. Imagine that. Yeah. Imagine that. It's just yeah. like they're like, well, well, these uh, um, hammerhead sperm. You know, you know a doctor. Uh, you know a Chinese doctor basically did that. Yeah. yeah. She's yeah. in jail now. Yeah. 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 Um, well, listen, uh, I had a bunch of stuff prepped, but we'll just toss it over to the next week's episode. But uh, before we before we wrap up, I do want to show you two things. We'll do what the health. But before we do, since we're talking about kids and you're going to have to be dealing with this kid now for at least 18 years. Um, uh, this uh, I want to show you guys this fucking Game Boy, this thing called the Game Boy Petty Sedate. OK, so uh, this is like a like, you know, how like 
you know, like the, the like over the years, there's been a lot of um, I forget the term, but like they're like additions to gaming, you know. So like, like when you had the old NES, you get the gun, you do duck hunt, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, or like you got like the like the the PlayStation hand wands for like like VR, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the gun for VR, yeah. And there's so so there's there's been tons of iterations of these additions God, to gaming systems. I love that duck hunter gun. Yes, when I was a kid. right. That was so much fun. So this is one of those, but it was specifically made for like hospitals. Okay, so this video, uh, the, the video starts off kind of sad, but um, just check this out. Medical procedures are particularly painful for children. More so than for adults, the emotional trauma adds to the physical pain. The psychological trauma is augmented by a loss of familiarity and control and a fear of the unknown. Is this 2022? Often children are traumatized <laughs> no, this is, uh, that they must be restrained this is a while back. The to so if you, the what we're looking at here a is a little kid who's got a, a, a laceration pain. on his poor the little forehead. And emotional pain remain. Whoa. And we're watching them put stitches in this poor little kid's head. He didn't like that. So this is what they came up with. with traumatic situations by giving them control and allowing them to focus on something fun and familiar. Connecting the device to a Game Boy, music player, or video, the child is excited to receive a new toy. Prior to the surgical (laughs) procedure, they benefit from being able to interact and play with the device. Play the Game Boy. This thing is attached to their face. It looks like a a headset, like headphones, but with like a a microphone that comes in and covers your whole mouth. Yeah, it looks like a fighter pilot's like headset. And they, they strap it to the kid's face and get the kid to play Game Boy, but this thing's just pumping, laughing gas, laughing gas into their face. <laughs> the kid has no idea where he is. <laughs> is this gonna be forever? I don't remember anything. A medical device to the doctor and a toy to the child. The pediatric sedation headset blurs the border between procedure and play. Blurs the border between procedure and play? Did that ever take uh, off? Uh, no. No, I don't think so. Is <laughs> there some ethical problems with that? I don't know. I mean, I, I like, I mean, fucking order me seven, really. Like, I would love, uh, let's get some for the office. Yeah, let's <laughs> get some funny shit. Petty sedate. Um, do you guys want to do one? Does that not have the most problematic name? Petty sedate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's um... you're like you're like. Unfortunately, unfortunately, a truckload of them were stolen and were sold. Ended up being no, sold on the black no, market. No, 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 no. Yeah, they all have ended up on an island. Oh, um, oh no. Uh, oh no, that's not funny. <laughs> That's not All funny. right, so uh, let's do what the hell. Uh, this is I don't have any any information on what the fuck this is. I just have a video, and it is the wildest video I've ever seen in my life. This child somewhere in the world has what? the ability oh. to turn his head 180 oh. degrees. Look at this. He might, I think he must have like Ellers Danlos or something. Wow. So he can. He's literally like an owl. He can take his head and crank it, literally. Uh, like maybe 170 degrees, really. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How crazy is that? Oh, wow. I don't, I don't like the aggressive way. I don't like the aggressive way. He that does he's it doing hard, it. eh? Yeah, he's yeah. gonna fuck himself up. Oh my dude, yeah. 
Dude, if, if this you is saw a, that, this is a stroke waiting to happen. If you saw that in real life, how I'd, I'd run. Traumatic would that I'd be? I'd run. It, it would be like seeing a, a a little girl in a nightgown with long black hair covering her eyes, crawling out of a TV. You know, it'd be funny. I'd be fucking out. Totally. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, it'd be funny though. You know, you know, in um in um like classic action movies when someone snaps someone's neck. Yeah. Like, I, like I'm picturing him <laughs> as like one of the henchmen that in like that, Die Hard. Yeah. That that and that fucking Bruce Willis is like goes to snap his got neck. Got motherfucker and does it, and the guy just looks up at him and goes. Guess not, again, not bitch. Far enough. Yeah, yeah. He goes, hey, speaking of I Bruce, actually have this uh, unique abnormality where you can't do that to me. <laughs> yeah, 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 you're yeah. going to have to shoot me in the head. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm like a zombie. You got to shoot me in the head. Uh, listen, uh, speaking of Bruce Willis, you guys hear the news? I did. Yeah, Bruce I did. Willis will no longer be acting anymore. He it's has aphasia. And uh, it looks like his career is, is over. Yeah, so that is from what it's I read. Uh, I had heard of it before, but I wasn't familiar with it. So it's a... Uh, uh, it, it messes up his ability to uh, inter- interpret and produce. Yeah. Like, we, so we, we've, we've had, had we've had yeah. people on the show that have had aphasia due to other ailments. Um, and we've talked about aphasia before. It was oh, a long time um, ago. I'm, um, dude, no, not I'm that long a, ago. We, I'm having we a total, um, I'm having a total brain fire right now, but I'm remembering the conversation. Now. We had one in um, Toronto a while back. Yeah. 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 Um, well, folks, uh, the dad edition of uh, Sick Boy Podcast is coming to a close. Uh, if you want to send your congratulations to Taylor, you can do that. Letters at sickboypodcast.com. Or even better than that, you can join the conversation over on our Discord uh, where you can chime in and have chats with uh, all three of us at any point. Um, uh, we're pretty much just on, on retainer there. So you, you can you can literally talk to us. And... and <coughs> And just flood our, flood our fucking Discord DMs. At any time. Any time. And listen, if you want to support the podcast, you can do that. Apple Podcasts, leave a rating and a review. If you're on Spotify, use your mobile app to leave a rating. Um, and we'd, uh, we'd, love, we'd love it. We'd love that. Yeah, I mean, you already did the letters, I already said it. You already yeah, did yeah, the yeah. thing. So letters yeah. at sickboypodcast.com. And yeah. if you want to be a guest, it's sickboypodcast.com slash contact. Yeah, we actually have a, uh, I'm reminding myself now, we have a really great letter that someone wrote in. I'll read it next week. Uh, yeah, we got to wrap it up because I got to take a leak. You know you know how it is. Dad's got there. some stuff to yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, once the beer starts flowing. Yeah. Once those buds start flowing. Um, and a uh, huge thank you to the people who make this show happen. Jeff Lonis, our manager, we love you. And Rich O'Coin, thanks for the theme music. Um, yeah, that is it for this week. I'm Brian. I'm daddy. And I'm Jeremy. And that's it, buddy. buddy. Take care of sports. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.